You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Believe God will be glorified is the title of this devotion. You see, I don't know about you, but Virginia and I, we, we have gone through our share of challenges. Some of them seem to never end. Some of them lasted for years and years. But in the middle of those, we've seen the transforming power of His indwelling life. In the middle of them, we've seen our roots of trust and reliance by His Spirit grow deeper into Christ Himself and, and increase the transforming work of His indwelling presence in us. And in the middle of these, we've seen His comfort and His care and His mercy and His grace and on and on and on. And oh, we actually look back at these trials and are so grateful. And we've seen His redemption and his redemption for us is always reconciliation, never condemnation. If we have gone through some troubles because of some relationships, our expectation was always reconciliation, never condemnation. We never prayed for the people through whom we maybe went through some pain that God would somehow correct or chastise them. The opposite, we've always prayed for God to keep them, lead them and help them. And, and God has been merciful and He has done so many wonders and miracles of reconciliation in the years. But you see, I believe that no matter what we go through in life, even when we don't understand, even when it seems so unjust or so impossible, God will be glorified. That is our expectation. That is our belief. And that's what we hold fast to, that God works all things together for His, for our good, as it says in Romans 8:28. God is the one who works it for the glory of His name. Remember, when Jesus was in the upper room with His disciples, and He had broken bread with them and said, "This is my body. Take ye, eat and remember." And then He took the cup and said, "And this is the." my blood and the new covenant and so forth. And he had had this time with them and then Judas was right there. And he looked at Judas and he said, Judas, what you must do, go do it quickly. And he knew Judas was going to betray him at Caiaphas and tell Caiaphas that he would be alone in the Garden of Eden praying. You know, you can see how God was in all that was done, even though what was done by others was wicked and evil. And I'm saying this to you because when you and I experience things that are wicked and evil, we sometimes are tempted to give the devil too much glory about that. Was it the devil that put Judas up to doing this? Oh, well, that question says it in the Bible. It says it. And the devil, it says, 
having already put it in the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. It says it right here in verse 2 of chapter 13. And supper being ended, the devil, having already put it in the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. So was, was the devil there doing these evil, wicked things? Yes, to betray a wicked, an innocent man, Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good. Yes, that was the devil. But God was involved with all of it. And, and we know that these things were foretold in Scripture that they would happen. God was in it all. So the point I want to make with you here, when we say believe God will be glorified, that even if you could see, wow, that has the fingerprints of Satan all over, that has his character and nature all over, his wickedness, his darkness, his evil all over, God can still work his ways to bring glory to his name out of it all. Believe that. Believe God will be glorified is the title of this devotion. Believe God will be glorified. You say, yeah, but pastor, this is, <laughs> this is so of the devil. I know it's of the devil. Believe God will be glorified no matter what the devil does. No matter what you're going through, believe God will be glorified. Can you hear me? So when Judas left the room, yes, it says, so when, in verse 31 of John 13, so when he, Judas, had gone out, hear what Jesus says. Now Jesus knows Judas left the room to go betray him to Cephas. He knew a couple of hours later he would be brutally treated and horribly crucified and put to death by what Judas was about to do, right? And then look what he says. Look what he says. Now, Jesus says, now the Son of Man is glorified and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him immediately. Now, you're going to see God's glory in the life of the Son of Man is what he's saying. Now you're going to see. Now you're going to see what God will do. You see, friends, it's so important to ever carefully focus and keep focused upon the author and finisher of our faith, Hebrews 12, verse 2, and look to Jesus when we're going through hardships and trials that obviously have the devil's fingerprints all over it, that we keep our eyes on the author and finisher of our faith, because that's what it says here in Hebrews chapter, chapter 12. Let me read it to you. Hebrews chapter 12. He says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, lest, he says, for consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You see, friends, lest we just kind of feel like fainting in the midst of tribulation and trial, keep your eyes on Jesus and look to him and say, Lord, I believe you will be glorified. 
I believe. And you keep on saying it. Come on, look at me. Keep saying it. Lord, I believe you will be glorified. I believe God will receive glory. Keep saying it. I believe. I believe. I believe God will receive glory. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. I believe God will be glorified. Keep saying it. Keep believing it. If you, for example, listen to Jesus' prayer in John 17, it's called his high priestly prayer. 26 amazing Holy Spirit anointed verses. Read all of those verses and you see throughout the whole chapter, it is all about the Father receiving glory. It's all about the Father receiving glory. And that's what Jesus was praying just before they took him prison and beat him and spit upon him and crucified him. That's all he was focused on. The Father receiving glory, the Father receiving glory. Father, I've glorified you by revealing you to them. For Father, this is eternal life that they may know you. And Jesus, whom you've sent, Father, I pray that the glory I had with you before the world was, that I may know that glory again, and that they may share in that glory. Read it there in John 17. And this is Christ's great joy that you and I are given by the Father to share the glory He gives His Son. Look what it says here in chapter 14, which is what He's talking about that same night. He says in verse 10, Do you not believe that I am in my Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I don't speak out of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to the Father. Whatever you ask, my, ask in my name, that I will do, listen up, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Ask anything in my name and I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. You see, it is the Father who wants to do things to show that you are given to share the glory He's given His Son. Believe this with all your heart. Believe it today. I set myself and I focus myself upon the Lord Jesus that I will see the Father glorified. I believe God will be glorified. Amen. Have a good day.